This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the second volume in a report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40K's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Ryan Laplante and players Tom McGee as interrogator Nero Abagnale, Laura Hamstra as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt as Seth Corbin, and Del Borvik as Sister Rolien Mina. With less than 12 hours before Gazi Cologne takes complete control, the band called upon their allies. Seth convinced Chase Nabokatan to provide 30 arbitrators, Piper confirmed that the Angel of Retribution would help when needed, and Nero received a truly splendid sword which he passed to Olien to wield. Can the band convince Phyllis Evans to raise her army and take out Gazi before the entire system falls? Find out next in this episode of The Valentine Heresy. Captured audio from a fleet-wide recording from Fabius Bile. We do not set fire so that we may rule the ashes, my brothers. No, we set it so that the old might give way before the new. Take comfort, my brothers. It is a battle we cannot lose, for we have already won. And most people in your circumstance would assume that Fabius Bile and the new men had already won. But you are the last remnants of the Inquisition within the Artiste system, and you were on a desperate call to Phyllis Vance, the surviving heir to the House Vance, uh, who you know has hidden, murderous underground combat forces and does not get along fabulously with Gazi Cologne. The call is made over a vid screen, so you can see her when she picks up. She... Looks very much like Phyllis from The Office, let's not lie. Uh, but she is in uh, a, a purple dress, uh, very, very fitted lace. Her hair is up, uh, swooping back rock hard in almost like a beehive. But she is it, Phyllis, but murderous. The, the meanest, coldest Phyllis ever is. And uh, she says, so why you want? <laughs> so- uh, greetings, uh, Phyllis Avance. Uh my name is Sith Corbin, and I represent the Inquisition here on this world. Oh, yes, have... you're the ones who framed my son and then had him murdered out in public on a TV. 
your son was indeed framed, but not by us. <laughs> We're right, starting with it, the lie already. Who, who framed him? <laughs> Our investigation has led us to believe that House Cologne orchestrated the downfall of your son. True. Well, based on what's going on around here, that doesn't entirely surprise me on a scale of things. But why are you calling? Because I'd be as likely to fucking kill you as anyone else right now. House Cologne has double-crossed the Inquisition. Wait. And is so I want to make- be clear. You're saying they did all the exploding, flaming bullshit. Uh, yes, that was all ordered by House Cologne, yes, including the bombing of our base of operations here. Frankly, we're lucky to have gotten out alive. All right, so what are you talking to me about? I'm talking to you about taking back this world from a power-hungry heretic, employing the use of what we in the Inquisition are referring to as homo novus, a heretical type of new man. All right. So you are saying that you would like to, you, the Inquisition, who found no threat, and it all got blowed up because you weren't paying attention, who couldn't even defend the hotel you were put in, are now hiding, and you would like all of my army to go fight a battle to the death. I realise that's quite a large ask. and so- Yeah, one could call it a big one. Yes, Piper's just yes. kind of like kind of giving a shrug and a nod in the background. Like, yeah, <laughs> sums it up. So my question would be, what's your price? Oh, I like you. I like you. It's going to be hard to kill you if I need to do it. Okay. Okay, let me think this through. I want uh, the houses to remain dissolved. And I want to remain in full control of everything in this system. And I want a governorship. And I want uh, the rogue trader license that used to belong to uh, the Skull Shields. And I want their ship along with everything on it. Uh, And I want to be uh, exempted from any crimes I may have committed in the past. And I would like to have that exemption moving forwards. And I don't want to pay taxes ever. Nor does my ass. Just a moment, and I'd like to basically disable the camera on our box uh, and yeah. mute us, I guess, as well, and just look over to Nero. <clears throat> hey, I mean, the way I see it, either way, we end up with uh, someone seizing complete control of the system, no doubt, uh, charging the Lords of Terra more for all their prom. But in one case, it's Fabius Biles' new man who fucked us. And in the other case, it's uh, this here nice lady who, uh, you know, is pre- being pretty decent, I think, about the whole us killing her uh, chances of being governor before and uh, assisting in the that, murder that of, her, uh, of, her, <laughs> of her her son there. So, yeah, I, I, I look, if the options are we're dead or we're not dead, I say we probably go with the we're less dead option would be my inclination. Okay. Having heard um, that from Nero, Seth also looks to Mina and Piper, um, who have voiced varying degrees of dissent against Nero and his decision-making, just to get a consensus. So he looks to you two as well. 
My only thought is that I would hope we would be able to help Maximilian, as he has also helped us a great deal, if he could be cut into this deal. But otherwise, I agree. I'd rather the system be out of bad hands, even if it's not great hands. <laughs> okay, I mean, like, really, we're just here to, like, flush out Homo Novus and, like, fuck the system. I don't care. And I don't think any of us should really care. Right? Fair enough. Uh, and I'll flip everything back on and say, um, we accept your terms, although there are a few other individuals assisting us that we would like to have their safety guaranteed under your new rule. Well, I mean, I'll give me a list and I'll see who I like. You know, if there's going to be a problem, I'll let you know. But what I would like is your terms sent to me in writing with a nice Inquisitor stamp right on it. Whoever's in charge, write that name out, send it over. That'd be great. Yeah. Hey, there from you. Hi, that's no sorry to interrupt. That that's me. Listen, uh, or time's a little bit short here. Um, I can like scroll it on something here. We actually don't have any way of getting it to you unless you want to send it. You want to send like a courier, one of your guys. I'll I know send you it, got just send it over this line. Just give me a nice digital put. Yeah, all right, on all right. Hang nice. on. And I, I'll just grab a napkin off the bar and be like, <laughs> Uh, the Inquisition uh, hereby. Uh, hey, uh, uh, Miss Vance, you prefer uh, Felissa, Phyllis, Miss Felissa Vance? Felissa is good. Felissa, you know, we'll go with a full formal right, name. There we go. Uh, to be the uh, rightfully appointed governor of the RT system as declared by uh, the emperor's own will. Sincerely, uh, well, houses dissolved. Houses dissolved. Hey, you know, traders stuff. What? Yeah, yeah, that, that's up to the governor, you know. Like we, we, oh, fair. I, I think, uh, and but you know, you know that rogue trader piece, that's pretty good too. So I'll tell you what, uh, P.S. Uh, also <laughs> make her the give her the rogue trader license, uh, and also please take care of our buddies, uh, Ignatius yeah, no and Maximilian. No whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, look, I can write that down, but I mean, you're gonna have to talk to the big man about that. But I gotta tell you, if you control the system in the prom, I feel like you got some pretty good bargaining chips. But uh, hang on, and I like open the napkin up. <laughs> like, um, all right, look, I, I gotta tell you, I wasn't really thinking about writing this much, so I might get a little smeary, but I think you'll know what's going on. All right, so pay no taxes. I've actually been writing it down because we can't <laughs> physically send a napkin, so I've got it ready with the code for you. Says Invictus see, from the computer. Inquisition thinks of everything, right? All right, so we got uh, absolved of all crimes you've committed. To to this date, and I try and wink and then realize I don't have that eye anymore and just kind of my shoulders slump a little bit and I go back to writing. Um, like, all right, uh, so no no taxes, no crimes. You get the ship with all the shit on it. Uh, you are the governor, so you can kind of determine whatever you want about the stupid house thing. Uh, you got to leave room for our buddies uh, Ignatius, uh, Invictus, and um, our, our boy Maximilian. Uh, now, look, he's house Bane, but I got to tell you, he's a pretty good dude. So... Oh, don't worry. Up. Once the asses have been, you know, broken down, every ass is my ass. Great. So no, he's that's really amazing. just working for me well, already. Just tell him to shave his stupid mustache and he's basically yours. Uh, all right. Uh, we also need uh, Trunch and Cranium. Love that guy. I'm going to need you to, uh, you know, obviously as, as, a, as a good imperial citizen. And again, I'll try and wink, realize I can't just put a finger to the side of my nose. Um, which I hate. I can. It's not my preferred style of saying we're doing something sneaky in a rakish way. So I'm clearly like a little mm, about it. But I said, um, 
And, uh, you know, you got to, the uh, Adeptus Arbides, you know, you got to leave room for them, right? So, uh, you know, Chasner Bo-Katan, he's a good guy. Uh, we're going to need uh, to guarantee that he can continue to operate here. Here's the good news, though. He just wants some law and order in this place, and he hates heretics. He's going to help you burn out all these assholes, and then he'll just hang out and probably be your best friend. That sound all right to you? Yeah, this is all this is all fine to me. So uh, I just got the message. Thank you to your disgusting friend. Uh, and, I'm still uh, holding the napkin. Like, who sent it? How? <laughs> I've been writing it down. I'm yeah, digitally. I know, I know. But it, th- this is the official. Re- okay, I'll just fold. No, it up I gave it back. your code. Don't worry, it's binding legally. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Um, <laughs> Well, that's good. You got a copy. I got the only copy. I don't like glare at him um, with my one eye. Uh, and so listen, just let, let me know where you need the soldiers and I'll send them. The joy of this is I'm not going to the front. So I'm not going to uh, argue with you about your plan. You take the bodies and win. You know, uh, I think this might be the start of a beautiful friendship. Uh, listen, my uh, my friend here, Seth Corbin, he's going to uh, let you know where to send the, the troops. Wait for a signal. I must say it's been an absolute pleasure doing business with you. Honestly, you should have been governor the whole time. This has been great. It says it's been surprisingly good. I'm not going to say that I'll forgive you for killing my son, but I'll say I'm actively forgetting about it. Uh, and then she hangs up, and that's the end of the call. I mean, you gave her everything, so it's not going to make you fucking roll to negotiate. <laughs> See, that's the the trick I, I found. The trick to good negotiation is you just uh, you just give the other party just everything they could they possibly want, want. <laughs> and then usually they'll they'll acquiesce to your your demands as long as your demands are reasonable. Sometimes you got to bargain yourself down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it appears that you have gained an army from House Vance. You also have your small proportion of arbitrators and whoever that Maximilian Felix Bane can pull together. The question now is, how do you plan to get to Greswold? I just, I'm sorry, I have to pause. Because if, if you're just listening to the podcast, like, you have to go see Ryan's, like, <laughs> like just what he looks like when he does the, the Invictus voice. Because yeah. it's so okay. fucking funny. It's making me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just very, very funny. I'm so sorry. <laughs> In the grim darkness of the future, there are occasionally visual aids. Um, okay, so, I'm going uh, to mute myself. <laughs> all right. Do- um well, I, really, he handed it back to you. I'm going to mute Invictus, and you guys can figure out your plan. Hello and well met. This is Sister Olianmina. I am recording this communique to humbly ask for your assistance. You need only to go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. For monthly tithes of merely $5, which I am told is an old Terran currency, you'll receive, besides of course, the blessings of the Emperor, which are priceless, you can also get exclusive weekly video communications, keeping you up to date on the inner workings of those behind the scenes who help keep the Inquisition's engines running, so to speak. Join us now at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That is spelled D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator, and may you always walk in the light of the Emperor. Do, uh, do do we have any sort of updated information, you know, knowing about this army that was sort of built in the mines and tunnels under uh, House Vance's purview? 
how extensive are those tunnels? Like, can we do some real kind of tricky shit and have an army kind of pop up out of the ground somewhere? Unfortunately, you would not be able to bring an army up out of tunnels. The majority of the tunneling worlds are in the other areas that are more explored than this. However, okay. you could absolutely do a surprise attack from the information that you had from House Cologne, and you know they didn't have everything. You'd know that they would be secreted throughout the population of House oh, Vance's okay. area, and there may even be agents in the other houses. So if she's sending out a message, it'll be very easy to get a large number of people together that no one will know were agents who can all move in and they all have uh, specialty coil guns, which are silent and very nasty. So you're looking okay. at rough and tumble kind of stealth troops. There are a significant number here, probably not enough to overthrow the Citadel, but enough that they could wage a very serious assault against it. Then that is what we need. We need an assault on the Citadel, but we still need to find a way in, preferably undetected, while the Citadel is being defended from the outside, drawing out security forces and things like that, giving us a clearer, more direct path to our target. Yeah, Seth, I got a, I got a thought for you on that one. Uh, well, two thoughts, actually. Now, I recall you mentioning the, uh, and I saw a little bit of it when uh, we were brought up there ourselves, uh, but I understand the, the way up to the, the Cologne residences, it's a whole hall of mirrors and guns situation, yes. right? Yes. So let's not that if we can avoid it, right? If we can avoid it, yes, yeah, that all right. would be ideal. I don't know that we can avoid it at all. Right, but I mean, it would seem to me that the uh, the Arbites probably have a pretty good sense of that space. They've been up, the, up and down there a bunch. Uh, I'm thinking if we've got this army to swarm the Citadel, either we can try and use the Adeptus Arbites guys to like lead us through, you know, kind of act as, a, as, you know, a, a living angry, smelly map uh, of some sort. Uh, or if we can send them at the Senate, seize control of that, then we might be able to get to uh, Gazi and Rance without anyone uh, looking for us, you know? Make the Senate action look like the big thing that's going on. Make it seem like the Vance troops are, are making their move. Send the Arbites after the Senate, so it seems like they're trying to seize control of the situation. Maybe that buys us a smokescreen. But look, this is more your realm than mine, so I'll turn it back over to you. But those are just the, the thoughts that were kicking around what's left in my head. I will also say, Seth, you would remember this because you guys have been up to the Citadel a couple of times. Mm -hmm. There are two ways that you have seen to get up to the governor's quarters. There is the rear entrance, which is the governor's direct elevator. However, it has only ever been triggered by using Gazi's genetics to be able to go up or down. And you do not know if that would have been altered theoretically. I think you're all smart enough to be savvy of maybe you could do that. Maybe you couldn't. Not entirely sure. Uh, the other one that you have seen is from the interior of the building, but it required two keys from two different guards to be able to activate it to take you up. Uh, you would need to probably circumvent one of those two systems if you were going to use an elevator outside of its normal use. There's a thousand ways you could try to do this. I just wanted to flag that those are the two big things. Uh, the elevator from the, the governor's elevator from the rear does not require you to go through the maze to get to the sitting area that you have been in. The other elevator does. The interior elevator goes straight up, but then it's the maze to the quarters. Mm -hmm. Okay. How much uh, firepower is on the Angel of Retribution, Ryan? 
The Angel of Retribution is reasonably packing. Um, the Citadel is fortified and armored, but you would have to assume that there is a landing pad for the classic, oh shit, I'm the governor, the world is being overthrown takeoff plane. You could possibly shoot your way through or get your way up there. You just don't know if the Angel of Retribution would be able to hold up long enough to get you back out. It might be a drop off, dust off, but that is definitely uh, something you could consider as well. Yeah, I was thinking if we had to like, neo our way into the building from the end of the matrix where we just shoot out the wall <laughs> um but uh, I, I was contemplating that as well with our own our own vehicle <laughs> our own pilot yeah yeah um, oh i'm sorry that that's yes that's what i was thinking of as well is the oh, angel okay. of retribution the that is the name of your shuttle with that yes, sarah pincho is, Pinchot's is right. flying yeah, yeah, the yeah, angel yeah. of retribution great okay uh, I keep thinking but, it was the midwife <laughs> yeah also not opposed to the the drop and go i mean honestly if we like look if, if we can't get this done this is a one-way trip anyway right so i don't really see much need for an escape plan because if we can't kill them then like fabius bile owns a system and that's probably going to be pretty bad for all of us i don't think any of us are nimble enough to to escape i'm like looking specifically at piper who i know is going to be thinking about how she can survive this and i'm like i don't think we're making a run for it you know why are you looking at me? Because I know you really don't want to die. I mean, I don't want to die needlessly. Oh, all right. Never mind. So she's good. Then I look at Seth. I'm like, you definitely don't want to die. <laughs> I'd like to die in service to the emperor. If I see that. I can oh, guarantee Jesus. on this particular case. I don't believe in one-way trips. Great. So you, you're in agreement that we're going to go in and, uh, you know, uh, do the God Emperor's work for him and all of his favorite son. Yes, Seth says. Yeah, all right, great. So we're in, we're in an accord. And besides, how could we lose? We got uh, Count Kornos and Isabella and the Vorpal Sword and whatever the fuck you're supposed to be in this nursery rhyme of horrors. So, you know, it's been foretold and such. By Eldari. Yeah. I've heard right. worse, seen worse. Um, truth be told, I was thinking of more of a uncharacteristically direct approach, sort of a, a unit within a unit within a larger force. Uh, the uh, Bites, uh, uh men uh, within the Vance force uh, breaking free and pushing further into the Citadel and from within that force, Maximilian and his chosen few, plus us, getting us even closer. Oh, However, so uh, Acadian horse. High risk. Yeah, yes. that is high risk, but not bad. It's uh, something we could do under our current time constraints. However, I'm open to more subtle ideas as long as we can do them within, like, looks at his watch, like 10 hours. <laughs> um, Mina, Mina holds up. She has one sword in each hand. She's got a chain sword. She's got the the vorpal blade power <laughs> sword, and she's like, "I would not be adverse to the direct path, Seth." No, I don't imagine you would be. How about you, Piper? Look, You've whatever been, uh, whatever gets us in, like whatever gets us in, truly. You've been well, somewhat uh, hesitant to leverage your tr 
full psychic potential up to this point. Are you really ready to give it your all? Oh, sure. Look, Wait, I was like super scared at first. Things. And then like, let's be honest. Like I kind of eased into it, but I've been using my like psycho powers like a lot. And like nothing bad has happened, right? It's fine. I, I mean, Seth, point like, at my face. News to us. <laughs> like looks around this pub. I mean, nothing bad has happened to me or as a direct result of me. Like I've only helped. We should have left her in the suit. <laughs> I can sit this one out if you like, honestly, if you want no, me to Nero. Now, Piper, we want your glorious purpose to be fulfilled, you know? And honestly, we're going to need your psycho powers. We're going to need all those mind tricks you used to get all those pirates to kill each other. All that shit. All the good stuff, you know? Like the proper stuff. And you know what? You're right. I know you've been worried about cults. And you know what? We're going to go kill them. So... We don't need to worry about him if Sister Mina mops up the mess, right? Sure. Great. Uh, Ignatius. Uh, yes? <laughs> how, uh, how do you think you would fare against the Citadel's security protocols and bypassing them? Well, generally, I could do quite well. They're, they're not actually that complicated. And if you have the Arbites, they have override codes that would work on the majority of doors. The only question would be getting to the governor himself. That could be more complicated. However, if I have enough time, I can make anything work. If you can just let me into one of those elevators and give me some time to breathe. Aha! Open it there up. Is, there is a private lift uh, straight up to the governor's quarters, uh, unlocked by Gazi's genetics alone. Now, we did collect some of his DNA, did we not? We did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it right here, and I pointed my infinity gauntlet. Ignatius, could you use the existing DNA sample we have to expedite the process of capturing and controlling that lift? Well, logically, if it's a randomized system, but it's built off of an existing genotype, then I could build forwards. It would allow me to skip a certain amount of the overall hacking and just try to predict where it went from. Especially if they'd only made changes in the last mm, 24 hours, then I could, it would be a limited number. You actually start to see all of his lights blinking and his brain jars uh -huh. are just lighting up differently as you realize he's running just a tremendous amount of numbers. Uh, just right. a big fan kicks on, just old school <laughs> PS2 style. The room's a little warmer. It's cool oh, and start man. like yeah. circulating through some tubes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I could do it. I don't know exactly how fast, but you know, a parsec's a parsec. Ha 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 <laughs> I love you, man. I don't know what parsec is, but right. uh, I appreciate the the mirth. You know, it's I think a unit we, all, of distance, I, we all needed anyways. that. Hey, there and we go. All right, my standing plan then is. We arrive as a large force. The larger and larger forces stay behind to create distractions and diversions while the force moving forward becomes less and less uh, detectable as we get smaller and smaller, slipping through security, getting to the governor's private lift, at which point we will need to defend that position while Ignatius hacks in. Thoughts? Questions? Mina's going to look at Invictus and say, <laughs> Invictus, did, yes. your, did your nice friend Heinrich Fink make it out alive? He was a very good driver. Oh, well, I haven't seen him. He was taking a nap when we were inside the hotel. 
stormtroopers came out, but I don't think Heinrich made it. Look on the bright side, I think he has achieved his dream of dying for the Emperor. That is true. It was only a thought. All right. Scratch that one off the list. I really should have woken him up. But he Honestly, thought there was a fight to come. If he can sleep through a fire alarm, that's kind of on him. But you did your best, bud. You, you did your best. Uh, yes. Here's a here's a not great thought, but, you know, I'm kind of prone to those these days. Um, you know, the Gnome clan has done a lot for us, uh, including this fine uh, establishment. But, uh, you know, I got to say, I was a little nervous about the cousins at first. They seemed pretty cagey, but... Honestly, they've been pretty solid on the driving front since we've been here. So, you know, maybe one of them wants to die for the Emperor, and then I'll, like, look pointedly at Piper and be like, or could want to die for the Emperor. Uh, but, you know, as driving goes, they kind of seem to be the uh, best. I mean, aside uh, from you, obviously, Warden, but I feel like you're going to want to be doing other uh, other things. Yeah, he taps his arm and just says, I will kill Piper if she breaks. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. Let's keep you on that. That's an important one uh, that I don't think the gnomes would be up for. Uh, but what do we think? Should we try and uh, rope them into our uh, merry band of myth and legend? Driving us from one event to another is one thing. Driving through what will be an active combat zone where we are a very large target is entirely different. All right, cool. Well, let's go to your driver then, Seth. Who we got? I would have chosen Warden. Okay. You good to shoot Piper in the head if Warden tells you to? Oh, most definitely. All right. Piper Warden. can be in the passenger seat. <laughs> I just want to be clear. If I start getting like ripped apart by the forces of the warp or like tentacles or like horns start spreading from me, anyone is allowed to shoot me. Yeah, we no, to be clear. That. Yeah, everyone is allowed to I'm shoot okay you anyway. with it. Okay, well, that's nice. That's a nice bonus. But not before then, please. Yeah, but you see, that's the the part, though, right? Because we don't necessarily know, and, like, it's going to be busy. But, no, you're right, Piper. Like, look, we get get it. We're not going to shoot you for no reason. If we're going to, I would have. Would it make everyone more comfortable if, I can't believe I'm going to say this, if Invictus rode with us, nullifying Piper's abilities while Warden is driving? The cost benefit of we would get there without Piper going off like some kind of psychobomb, but at the cost of sitting in a car with Invictus. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's all roll. Yeah, this is a roll. This is a roll. Oh my god! This is going to be a. (laughs) This is going to be a a willpower. Um, a willpower and discipline check against difficulty three. Oh, amazing. Okay. For everybody? (laughs) For everybody. Um, I would like to petition to not roll because I have actually befriended this monster. Uh, You've made friends with him, so you're good. Uh, Everybody else, you also have to add one difficulty. No, two difficulty because he's he's an untouchable. Difficulty five? Difficulty five? No, no. no, Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I meant uh, setback dice. Sorry. Two setbacks. Uh, I will say, (laughs) Seth, 
You don't have to add the setback dice because okay. you are used to repellent people from all of your undercover missions. If you can hang out inside a cannibalistic cult and get away with it, you can handle sitting in a room with an untouchable. Yeah, I would argue. I would argue for the removal of one of Piper's setbacks only only because she did have to spend all that time with Invictus getting the shield done, and she like got through that okay. She had to spend. She had to like have his musk around her neck (laughs) for hours. But his musk is one thing. You are the psyker of the party. Do you know what? I would argue you can have a boost if you know that this is necessary. But I won't let you take away the setback. Okay. Yeah. To add a boost because I think experience will be there. But for you, it's such a core dislike because you actually become blind while he is around. Yes. Mm. Yeah. You're absolutely right. He sucks for you. Yeah. And I also feel like for the rest of us, we would just assume you're being particularly anal about it, not understanding like how overwhelming and yeah. awful the sensation of him like removing your abilities is. We'd all just be like, whatever, yeah, just get over it. Yeah, like I, yeah, because I literally like, I I see with my mind. <laughs> and he yeah, don't he's block like, that. <laughs> he's like a stinky, radiant black spot that makes it harder to see everything else for her. Yeah. All right. All right, let's let's do the rolls. Let's see what happens. I'm looking forward to rolling this, this and having bad. Seth like change his mind. <laughs> Be like, you know what? I don't like this idea anymore. <laughs> there we go. Here we go. It's not bad for Piper. Two threats. <gasps> one advantage, one failure for Seth. I Tina. somehow got one success, one threat. Hey. This insane roll. <laughs> okay. Nobody's happy about it. I was gonna say Seth. <laughs> You don't think this is a good idea anymore? Now that you've said it aloud, I think you wish you haven't. Uh, Piper, the threat is the fact that during this assault, you will not be able to use any of your powers uh, without great disadvantage. How it works is he will be adding two... uh, No, actually, if he's sitting with you, and he would be sitting with you, he will add four difficulty to any Psyker checks if he is within engagement range. Uh, Mina, you, uh, you realize it will take Piper out of the game, but... It also negates psychic power, so you're kind of okay with it, but he's gross. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but now everyone likes this idea except Seth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that is also uh, an indicator of why it's a bad idea, is these people that he doesn't tip generally like think it's a good idea. <laughs> it's like, mm, hang on. Yes, I will sit with her so we can summon up a vehicle. We have uh, the the Vance troops assaulting, and then we are going in with the Arbites and Bane stormtroopers. Yes, yes, excellent, Be- excellent, yes. Uh, and he goes off to just like be excited in a corner uh, while you can send your messages. So, in terms of this assault, because you will need some planning before you can send this out. So, I just want to make sure that you guys are picturing exactly what you mean, and I am picturing exactly what you mean. Your troops will have access to the internal uh, circle, if you remember the Proto Dominion Omnium Hive. Uh, Proto, what is it? Dominion Omnium Proto Hive. There we go. Jesus Christ! It is uh, a giant circle with internal rings. They're the large outer rings, which is the general city. There is the the spire, as they call it, which is intended to be the the core center rings, and then at the very center is the governor citadel. You will be able to get your forces into the spire, uh, or at least have a force start off in the spire, simply because a lot of people have access to the spire and still do. 
there's Vance troops. A lot of the house troops are still around. They all have a presence and are protecting their assets within that core ring. And then you are making a move on the Citadel, which is walled off 360 degrees around, though it has entrances. It is a fortress uh, designed specifically to be able to prevent people from overthrowing the governor. You do have the Arbites, who you've been told by Ignatius have codes that will allow you to open gates and do other things. The question is, how do you want to do this? In what order do you want these things to happen? Uh, you have the Vance army. You have a significant number of Bane stormtroopers. They are fucking mad about Lucia. And Maximilian is popular and high-ranking enough that he can move them out. So in terms of broad, large military forces, think of it as your general army are Vance coil troopers. Then your special forces are the stormtroopers from House Bane. And you have a small group of suicide kings that you can use for your own direct immediate purposes and the Arbites. You have 30 Arbites and Bo-Katan who will join you and they can bring their own kind of personnel carriers and that kind of thing. So they can get themselves to and fro. Okay. You also have the Angel of Retribution, which you could bring in or not. Entirely up to you. How do you want to kind of stage this assault in terms of things? Um, we will say the if you're looking at the exterior governor's elevator, we'll just say that's north. Just so it's, mm -hmm. it's right at that's on the north side of the tower, just for us to be able to picture where where everything else is. My uh, thinking in sort of coming up with this plan so far was that, you know, you talked about these Vance uh, troops kind of hiding in plain sight. I was thinking that they threw stealth and, and kind of um, deception uh, sees basically like a Cologne, uh, Cologne um, checkpoint or something like that. Something that they like with the element of surprise, they should be able to take over relatively quickly and then arm themselves more seriously and then defend from a threat that they know is coming. Um, I would basically say <clears throat> we, we know that Vance forces come, go as deep as the Spire, but not the Citadel. Is that right? Correct. Okay. So then I would say the Citadel, or sorry, the, the Spire should be that staging point, basically as deep as they can go um, and and hold a, a strong point there, drawing enemy enough, forces to them. to look at my map of the city, because sometimes these things matter, uh, House Vance's portion of the city leads into the Spire Guard headquarters, which is the headquarters of the Cologne troops. So if you were looking for the easiest thing for them to make a direct move on, they could essentially take the Cologne military barracks or at least make an assault on it, yeah. which is directly next to the Citadel. That sounds like a really good start to me. Um, right. And with that sort of, uh, it, it would be like a key position to have, but it's also a distraction um, for our smaller group of uh, Adeptus Arbites and Bane Stormtroopers and us to move uh, make a move for the Citadel through like gaps in their defenses now as they're being focused on this one point. Um, the Arbides get us through gates and doors and things like that um, and can be deployed to cover us as we move deeper and deeper. Um, and the shock troopers can help us hold or assault the elevator is basically my my whole idea on this is basically we shed more and more fighters as we get further and further in with just the key performers left for that one crucial point and we'd, we'd have to be a small group to get up in that elevator anyway um that's my idea anyone who has like any other ideas or, or wants to add jump in or anything that's totally cool 
seems like general group solid. nodding is going on. So yeah. to make sure I am painting this picture correctly, <laughs> you have all of the Vance troopers making an assault on the Spire Guard headquarters, either to take it, hold it, or take it, roll forwards, but just the biggest distraction they can be. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're entering the Citadel using the Arbites to open doors and then just spread out and cause chaos along with the vast majority of the stormtroopers while you and probably, if we want to say, the Suicide Kings that like core 10 or 20 troopers are making a move on the elevator with Ignatius to go upstairs while the rest of the world is in chaos. Yeah. The Angel of Retribution is uh, Vox away should it so be needed. Seth, again, doesn't believe in one-way trips, so Seth uh, would basically be thinking that's our escape. That is, that ship fucking pulls up we pile in and we take off um and that's kind of the gamble there is whether or not we make it but we're not going back down the way we came up kind of situation so yeah all righty the only person you have not contacted at this point but it came up earlier is truncheon cranius do you want to message him or do you not I think if anyone messages him, it should be Mina, right? That's the person yeah. that has like the the best, strongest bond with him. Yes, but also Mina is terrible at the phone, and tipping him off would not be a great thing. So, <laughs> might might be something to what's, cut our losses on. What's the what's the concern that like regarding tipping him off? He is he is a, a dumb so let's instrument. Just shift to these, let's just shift these into character voices. Yeah. Okay. Get this discussion yeah. going. Yep, you're right. Yep. <laughs> I think that perhaps he might be useful to contact while amidst the chaos or while things are going on. He's not a very intelligent man, and I have had to keep him back from tipping off people and our plans in the past. And if he happens to still be loyal, he may sound the alarm before any of this gets started. Ah, uh, yes, that sounds like perhaps too risky. Uh and an individual to to contact at this point. Uh, hey, uh, Mina, um, when he was, uh, when his guys were getting me set up with uh, the uh, the power armor that was definitely intended for you, but that I wore that one time, um, he, uh, I don't really know how to put this in a politic manner, but I think he might be a little bit uh, sweet on you. You know, I think he, he seems to really appreciate your, uh, your combat acumen, uh, your unbridled rage and your ability to uh, slaughter and murder. Uh, what if uh, what if you put in a distress call as we were assaulting the tower? Now, look, obviously you're not going to need his help. But if he thinks you're in trouble, I bet he comes down here with a bunch of those big guns just in case, you know? And this way, word doesn't get out. You just, you said it yourself, you're terrible on the phone. So all you need to do is just ring him up as we go. Y'all, I need your help. Help me, Trunch and Cranium. You're my only hope. Hopefully he shows up with the last cannons. And, uh, you know, we got a buddy for the rest of the day. And then afterwards, you tell him that you like him as a friend, and you let him down easy. I'll buy him a drink. <laughs> I suppose I can't argue with any of that. My my only concern, I suppose, thinking of things from my own perspective, I couldn't imagine going against my own team for some sort of sweet emotion, but it's worth a shot. 
Yeah, I mean, I can understand why you'd think that, but this guy has repeatedly almost screwed us over by just acting on whatever gut instinct he has, right? Yes, I... I also wonder if he might turn purely based on the fact that he was so looking forward to there being a guild war and now it's just go. a guild slaughter. There you go, you know? Look, you, you, you've got you've got everything, he, uh, you know, a growing truncheon could possibly desire. You've got guild fight, you've got mass warfare, he's got all those toys he wants to try out. You're giving him an excuse. You're just giving him a chance to really live his, his life to the fullest, which is good because realistically, we're probably all going to die. I mean, of course, we'll escape off the rooftop, Seth, but like realistically, why not let him live out his dream for, for a single day, you know? Just tell him he can unleash all of his arsenal on a bunch of jerks. And you wish for him to fight all of Vance's troops that are incoming? Well, what else should I tell him? Oh, no, no, no. I think you should tell him that uh, Vance and uh, that, that once we're there again, once once we're engaged, be like, oh, no, we, we our friends are trying to get us out of the Citadel problem um, because all the bad stuff's going on. And and now we're under attack. And like our friends, the Banes and the Vances are trying to save us. But there's all these guild assholes inside who are going to kill us. So... If you want a guild war, it's happening. Come join. Now he's going to be, you know, he's going to have to struggle real hard. You know, he's going to have to think through what he believes in. Um, but you know, as someone who has been wrestling with the idea of what to believe fully, let alone what to believe in, I got to tell you, if a pathway opens up, if the emperor opens up a path for you, you walk that path. Am I right, Sister Mina? You are most definitely right, Mira Abignale. There we go. So let's just open the path for him and let him walk it as he so chooses. All right. I will keep his number on hand and may the Emperor bless us and show us the path. Yeah, With as the- Seth explains it, the path is the front door. So uh, let's go walk it. And with the final plans made and the messages being sent out, you are all smuggled across town by one of the gnomes in very short order to be dropped off somewhere else uh, and then receive a Torox that is brought towards the Citadel so you'll be ready for an assault alongside the Allied forces, which spend the next 10 hours infiltrating through the city, escaping the curfew, remaining invisible, and placing themselves for an assault against the Spire Guard headquarters, the Governor's Citadel, and theoretically, Fabius Bile and the new men, millions are dead, billions of lives hang in the balance, and it will all come down to the four of you. This episode of the Valentine Heresy features Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter as Interrogator Nero Abignale, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Seth Corbin, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter as Sister Rolian Mina, and our game master Ryan Laplante at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com, D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. 
We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator and death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Sammy Boy, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Contact day is in but a few short months, which means it is time to begin preparations for the bi-decennial festival. This year, we are celebrating every single one of you living in my beloved Windfall City. It is not our business to question the Queen's will. It is not our business to do anything but follow it. It is you and your loyalty that has laid the groundwork for this incredible utopian society that we seek for. Do you have any idea what's going on with us? It is the duty of each and every one of you to do everything you can to make the festival a success this year. Are you ready to speak kindly with me now, child? I have no doubt that this year will be one for the history books, and that will be due in no small part to the dedication of my adoring Windfall, a dystopian science fiction podcast from Rogue Dialogue.